0: Welcome to the Fears and Fears Podcast. What is going on, Horror Nation? My name is Tucker Miller. I'm Rowdy. And this is Beers and Fears. Yeah. Today we're not re- we're not reviewing a movie.
1: No, today not a movie day. Nope. Cuz the movie we had planned <laughs> is definitely not one we had time for this week.
0: Yeah, um the next movie we're doing is going to be the deepest of deep dives. Fuck. It's going to be a it's going to be a f- it's going to be a pain in the fucking ass is what it's going to be.
1: To be honest, I'm not really looking forward to it because I know how deep it's going to have to go, yeah. how we're going to have to, yeah.
0: Yeah, so let's go ahead, dive right in, and let's talk about alcohol. Okay. Today, um, I'm sipping on some Blue Moon Honey Wheat and I um, I don't know, uh, rum and coke? A Blue Chain Bay Spiced Rum with some Pepsi. You a bitch. I just have
1: some tequila over here. Hey, man. A blue moon.
0: I don't want to, like, I don't want to kill myself.
1: Yeah, you have to work. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I got to, like, go to bed for work. But, um, uh, over the past week, we had, um, bottled our mead. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we actually, we actually came out with four. Seven hundred and fifty milliliter bottles, and so that's your average wine bottle. So we got, we got four of them, and we're super excited about that. And uh, like we said, Hell I
1: might bring down one of them just to taste it because we still haven't I mean, tasted dude, it.
0: you fucking go for it. I might hard pass
1: that shit. You can hard pass it, but I'm excited. I've been waiting what two months for this shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, Rowdy's Rowdy's super excited and, about it, and um, yeah. So, I got the Blue Moon Rowdy Does Too. It's the Blue Moon Honey Wheat Brewer Select. It's pretty fucking good. It's crafted with wheat and clover honey. Blue Moon Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It doesn't really have much to say about itself on the bottle or on the six-pack carrier. But
1: it's, it's a good wheat beer. It, yeah, it's I pretty
0: mean. it's pretty good and it's really sweet for what it is. Like for the probably next to no honey that's in it,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: to yeah, me, wheat ale brewed with orange peel and clover honey added.
1: Yeah, see, to, to me, it's not super honey. Like there's, no, but there's like you can you you might get a hint. It, yeah, you of don't honey.
0: you don't really get much honey flavor, but you do get a sweetness to it. Uh, to all me, all right, all right, fuck you, big diesel, bro. He's just like out there rolling coal. You guys probably didn't even hear it,
1: but uh, fuck that guy. Uh, yeah, to me, it just tastes like a blue moon. Maybe a little bit sweeter. Mm, I like it. It's pretty tasty.
0: Tasty enough that I decided we needed a whole six pack of it. Yeah. I still haven't touched the three IPAs that are sitting in my fridge because I'm like,
1: Ooh. I might grab the 420.
0: Yeah, dude, go Come for on, it. you yeah, on ad break. Go ahead, grab that bitch, pop
1: it open. Oh, it needs uh, to be I have, it's been sitting in the fridge for fucking. Uh,
0: well, since yeah, January. Since late January or mid January. No. Yeah, mid January. Is
1: that when we went out to eat yeah. for your birthday? I thought it was yeah. the day of your birthday.
0: <laughs> no. Maybe I can't remember.
1: I don't know. That's early to
0: mid January. Fuck. And so it's um.
1: Yeah, it's probably about time That's to drink That's probably it. skunky as fuck. Yeah, well, it, just it, kidding. It's an IPA, of course. It's skunky as fuck. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it'll be better now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it'll taste less like pine sol, more like an
1: actual beer. I doubt it. But yeah, so <sighs> yeah, since we're not doing a movie this week, what we decided to do take a advice from, well, not advice, but take a suggestion from the. Facebook page that yeah. we got of yeah. talking about uh, like our own fears and phobias and stuff like that. But we decided we are going to do our own spin on that and we're going to just what we- we're, we'll cover our own personal stuff, but we're going to talk about fear and horror movies and what makes horror movies so inn- innately scary and stuff like that. So yeah, we're doing our own little take on it.
0: Basically, we decided that if we were going to um, somehow incorporate this into our podcast, that we would have to figure out a way to do it that fell in line with everything else we do. And
1: and that would last more than five minutes of us <laughs> talking Yeah, about what scares us. Because just doing this... Kind of realized I don't have really very many actual phobias or fears. No, um, and
0: I think that's going to be the most common thing amongst us and listeners is that most people don't have a shitload of phobias. Most people don't have a shitload of fears. But, yeah. Uh, um, we we figured out a way to incorporate it pretty well and um, if you guys want more content like this, just let us know.
1: Yeah, just kind um, of like a chill day. Probably Honestly it'll probably be a shorter episode than normal. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we might end up Maybe getting not. fucking going down a deep dive into one of these holes that we laid out for ourselves. Yeah. But
0: Yeah, it could it could turn into something we were unexpecting.
1: Yeah. But I mean, just kinda going off our Excuse usual me. thing, this one I, I, I have a feeling will be a little bit shorter than normal because we don't have you know
0: We don't have a whole lot of content to talk about, but we we, may end up talking on it for a while. We have, yeah. So, who knows? We
1: don't have, like, a script that we're, or, like, a runtime that we're having to either paraphrase Mm -hmm. or, you know, cut bits out.
0: Yeah, this one's going to be kind of more along the fucking seat of our pants.
1: Seat of our pants. More opinion than anything, so... uh. Yeah, you want to go ahead and get started.
0: Yeah, so today's topic is uh, what makes horror movies scary, and um, the first thing we're going to talk about is the physical movies themselves. What what goes into the movies that make them scary? And now that's not just you know the slasher or the monster. No, we're talking about deeper than that. Yeah. We're talking about the production
1: yeah production production value uh like how it's laid out uh
0: yeah and you'll you'll come to find out pretty quickly like why b-rate horror isn't scary
1: it's not scary and it's more of a i love b-rate horror i absolutely oh yeah b-rate horror but because a lot of b-rate horror to me is like a dark comedy is today Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be scary but it's not and I end up laughing through it more than I don't so with that it you have your soundtrack which even in b-rate movies I love horror movie soundtracks I love orchestral music yeah so horror movies tend to fall in that classic uh, into that classic you know orchestra mm-hmm. style music they don't have these huge you know electronica or rock well that some of them some of them do some of them have some killer rock fucking tunes playing in the background <laughs> yeah. but for the most part it's orchestral like orchestral yeah that one
0: <laughs> um uh, and sometimes it's even down to a single person yes with the horror machine Yes. Now, I don't know if you've seen it, Rowdy, but that thing is fucking awesome.
1: I've seen... I want
0: one so bad. I've seen... uh,
1: There's... Because, you know, Facebook is such a big thing. Everybody's on it 90% of their fucking day. Yeah. So, I see... Like, there's so much shit that I see as to how sound effects and stuff are done. Like, taking a stock of celery and twisting it to make it sound like a fucking neck snapping yeah like stuff like that so i've seen like how one person can completely change the yeah or like
0: the dude takes his like wet hand and runs it across a balloon to make it look like for somebody like smearing across glass yeah yeah like Uh,
1: like the, cool these stuff are like the,
0: that. the yeah these are some of the things we're talking about right now so um when it comes to colors and sounds this is a big thing in horror movies <clears throat> the the um the colors that um are are usually brought you know to the forefront are you know uh blacks blues reds it's more. Uh, it, it's more. It's more like um, physically dark.
1: Dark, yeah, it, or dull colors. They're not yeah. vibrant colors. Yeah, no, except in, in for the, blood. <laughs> I was gonna say in the sense of like, or cool colors. I yeah. should say, yeah, because with what I was thinking, instead of like you having your, you know, your pastels and your stuff like that, you have a cool color. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of like darker scenes are a shade of blue until you, you know what? Well, when we got got color until Mm -hmm. then it was just a darker shade of gray. Well, see, and
0: in in the next topic, we're actually going to talk about that. Like,
1: so you have cooler tones, Mm -hmm. kind of dull tones, accented with, like you said, blood. Yeah. Very, very vibrant. Yeah.
0: Especially early in horror. The, the blood would be, the blood would be almost pink, because they want they want they yeah. wanted it to like explode well, it, off the screen with Sweeney color because everything is, uh, else was like
1: um, a perfect a perfect example of this is Sweeney Todd yeah Sweeney Todd and it, it's made to be a stage play it's mm-hmm. not even though I love it as a full length movie yeah it's made to be a stage play oh yeah it's always this way it was written made yeah a stage play. And even in the movie, they kind of pay homage to older horror movies, older movies in general. With it's so dark, Mm -hmm. but the blood is like,
0: yeah, it's it's almost fluorescent. It it is. It
1: is. I mean, there's no way you're like, you watch that movie. It could be your very first time, and the very first thing like like very first critique you have coming out of watching that movie is that blood looked so fake Mm -hmm. but it's that contrast i mean sweeney todd's not a horror movie in my taste yeah yeah, yeah. that's a dark musical but yeah but that plays to what we're talking about how horror movies have such a dark atmosphere Mm -hmm. to them accented by these bits of color yeah that's it
0: yeah and um and normally when things are either vibrant or they're a some some sort of pop out color something with contrast it's it's things of importance
1: yes it's like there's a reason your attention
0: like like big example the arrows on jason's hockey mask yes they're always like freshly painted colored like they're always bright red or if it's not actually Jason doing the killing, they're a you know, n- not they're not like a dark blue, but they're, a, bright they're blue. a
1: they're
0: a blue. It's uh, you know, it draws you to his face yes. where the hockey mask is and it's like this is the icon. This yes. is the icon.
2: Yes.
0: And um when uh when when things like that are meant to be you know extrapolated on they have like say the blood you go this is big yeah the dude just got his neck sliced open this is a big moment Bleh, a huge amount of blood pours out say, you know it,
1: i mean that'll go into some of the stuff we'll talk about here in a few. yeah but okay so color and sound plays a huge part even in a b-rate movie soundtrack yeah and so i, I think soundtrack makes a movie yeah definitely if you put a happy soundtrack into a horror movie like mm-hmm. what movie did we just watch fucking oh uh goosebumps mm-hmm. uh last week there was a part in it that had like super happy music yeah it had like super chill like and then like record scratch Alright. just kidding I think it was a Good It might have been Friday the 13th. I can't remember remember. which one it was. Yeah,
0: but... But, yeah, like... They're like, this is a happy moment. Uh, now it's fucked up. You know, um... Soundtrack... uh, Just like the sound and score plays such a big role in horror movies. Just, um... Take a uh, a look at Insidious.
1: I honestly... Because I'm a gamer. I love Mm -hmm. my video games. And... Video games obviously took homage to like the movies, yeah, because the soundtrack in like video games, even uh, like horror well, not even just horror, but anytime and something's about to happen in a video game, mm-hmm. the score of the music starts ramping up, yeah, faster paced, more intense what mm-hmm. have you so especially in the age that we grew up as far as movies video games etc yeah our ears are our ears and our minds are kind of conditioned to oh shit the music's getting different changing yeah. something's about to happen yeah we have like a slight attunement to it like yeah. we're like
0: uh-oh start looking at the corners and stuff yeah, it's like, um,
1: oh oh shit, the music's ramping up? There's a thousand and one health potions around me? Nope. Well, I'm about to get my ass fucked. Yeah. You know? So, but it's all hearkening back to even silent film.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Where the music... The music was the only them... thing you heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, like I was saying, look, look at Insidious itself. Like... The title card is this explosive 42 violins just doing this, yes. you know, this just shrieking. And you're like, okay, this means I'm in for a fucking ride. Right. And when, and, and then, you know, you step farther into the movie and everything, there's, there's never like a moment of pure silence. It's always ominous sounds.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're talking about sound, you're not just having. It's uh, not just music. Yeah, it's not just the music. It's everything that's happening. Yeah, and glass breaking.
0: Yeah, you you look at you look at uh, the Conjuring. Um, Everything is Uh, like exploded. Like when the door's creaking open, it sounds like somebody's running a fucking. Type across a chalkboard because it's like,
1: you know, it's the loudest
0: thing ever because they're like, look at
1: this. Yeah, it's all to draw attention. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, to put it as simply in layman's term as possible, it's literally there just to draw attention.
0: Well, yeah. and And
1: it doesn't like, I mean, we could go that far into... Movies themselves. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a horror movie. The soundtrack makes a movie. It makes a video game. It makes a fucking soundtrack. Yeah. It, every little change is to draw attention. Yeah. So, and- I mean, I'm looking at Star Wars posters. There's about to be a fight scene. Mm-hmm. The music changes. Battling above indoor. Mm-hmm. The music's completely different than when you're on the ground at indoor yeah you know so it's
0: fucking honey we always makes me burpee. burpee
1: this fucking room <laughs> was amazing when we were dealing with 30 degree days but now that the days it's are, are at like 50 toasty. it's a little toasty in this room
0: um but yeah and not only not only does it draw your attention the music also actually kind of has like a physiological effect. On oh yeah, you. it'll That's change like, your heart rate. Like the it, same the same reason you listen to like hype music when you're trying getting ready to work out is because you want that heart rate going. Yeah, and stuff. And so when something sounds like it's creeping up on you, and the music it makes your is starting to scale
1: up, makes your stomach drop like oh shit. Yeah, and your, your heart, heart rate starts, starts going, going. Your and breath it, starts, it starts going.
0: It starts kicking up that adrenaline. And when you get when you get that kind of adrenaline you know to start peaking that um then you know you have moments where your heart is just like thumping and it's all because of the music nothing's happened on the screen yet
1: i mean yes and no and like i i get what you're meaning mm-hmm. but for people who can't like read face like our faces yeah i i yeah you're right a lot of it is the music even if it's Something goes bump and somebody's searching through a house. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much stimulus. Your body, this is why I love horror movies, is because it's not, I mean, there's some that are fucking slow as shit, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the high class grade A horror movies, even if they're classic horror movies like Mm -hmm. uh, Jason or the original Nightmare on Elm Streets and stuff like that. There's so much stimulation, whether it be visual, auditory, uh, that's going on. Really? A crack a fucking window, just piece of shit? Uh, Tucker just ripped ass and then immediately motioned to me that it stank, so,
0: uh, well, boy, if way, I dude. gag here in a
1: second, it's because of that, but, uh...
0: Sorry to ruin your monologue, keep going.
1: Uh... <laughs> But no, there's so much stimulation that you're receiving that if nothing's happening really on screen, then there's the auditory. Mm -hmm. And all of this is what makes a horror movie a horror movie is because when the music's ramping up, you start getting... Nervous, especially when somebody hears a bump in the night and starts searching. Yeah, or it goes yeah. off, run like l- walking through the woods, and the music starts kind of ramping up. Because you, I mean, like me and you have been con- kind of conditioned because this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Oh, something's going to happen. Yeah. So and how the time we can even it.
0: we can even tell when it's going to be a false scare. Yeah. because of the music like we're like yeah it's building up but it kind of came out of nowhere or you know there's just like certain little triggers where we're like nah we're it's like just not, wait not it's a yet. it's a false jump scare and then boom it's a or, cat jumping through the or window it, or like
1: it, it i mean an actual jump scare but not yeah not to the point of ah eh, you got us yeah no i mean friday the 13th the cat jumped through the window we both knew then even though it did make us jump just because we're like oh shit
0: we ultimately knew that it was going to be a false jump scare
1: yeah like it wasn't going to be the antagonist of the fucking movie but uh which is nice because it kind of like there's times where that's like for what we do awesome Mm -hmm. and then there's times when if we're not doing research or watching a movie for an episode when that shit happens and it's just annoying as shit because just like a son of a fucking bitch it's like I fucking knew better <laughs> I knew I, I knew exactly what was going to happen I wasn't paying attention damn it <laughs> and this will play into what probably what we're going to end the episode on so I'll save what I want yeah. to say now for then but let's go on we'll talk about lighting lighting yeah. And, so and like, and like depth in yeah yeah, yeah. that aspect. So. Yeah, in
0: which I'll I'll expand on what I meant by that. But like, um, so lighting was like the, deep you know the big thing for like the silent horror films well, and, and er, you know and I just mean, early silent films just, I, or not silent films but or er, early horror films. Jesus fuck man.
1: I mean, look at uh the. I mean, you want to talk about lighting being a major thing in silent films? Not even doesn't even have to be yeah. horror films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a picture. Look up a, a picture of somebody in makeup for a silent film or oh, yeah. a black and white film. Yeah, no shit. And you guys will be fucking shocked if you don't know what it looks like because it is so extreme, just because of the technology they had yeah, then. Like Limited it to a a point where the makeup was either extremely bright or, like, it's insane. If you take a picture, I mean, I hearken back to, like, Silent Film because I have have Lon Chaney tattooed on the back of my hand in his Phantom of the Opera makeup. I love the old silent horror films.
0: Yeah. Well, and you, and like, I I mean, like no offense to this or anything, but it looks like, like drag show makeup. Oh no. Because it's so like explosively bright and stuff, because that's the only way they can get things across. That's what I'm saying. It looks like drag show makeup because it's all exaggerated and stuff. No, uh, because,
1: because no offense, they, because they
0: did they did makeup the same like all, a little bit farther actually, but the same way you would do stage makeup, which we've both been part of the stage, so we know you know when you do your eyeliner, you do it with a fucking brick so that it's you know uh, yeah, so it, it's exactly, thick enough. And,
1: exactly, I actually got shit about that not too long ago about and if wearing eyeliner when. For those of you who don't know me and Tucker, me and Tucker used to be in a band together. Yeah. And to make ourselves look better on stage, we would put on, you know, guy liner.
0: Well, that, and we were also in, you know, productions and, well, production and, and stuff and like show that, stuff,
1: but uh, you more so than me. Yeah. But like, as far as being on stage, that lighting, and first off, the eyeliner around your eyes makes it a lot easier to see yeah, what you're doing sure. because you don't have the glare my God bad <laughs> it hit my fucking mic stand uh yeah the it, like makes it easier to see it's the same reason why uh, professional athletes wear eye black you know yeah. it reduces glare etc but in order to make it a face look like a face on old you know 38 mm cameras and stuff like that yeah. Or whatever the fuck they were using back in the 20s and 30s to make film. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm a plebe. And so am I. <laughs> uh, the makeup had to be so... You had to make the contours of your face so prominent just to make it look normal.
0: Yeah, like, you you guys think women take their contour out of hand today? Like, who oh, Look like, up a male... <clears throat> Yeah, like, well, look at, look at Lon Chaney.
1: Chaney. Well, Lon Chaney, he was kind of.
0: But, like, look at the deep shadows he drew into his face and stuff like that, you know? Sorry if I
1: get sound weird, I'm moving.
0: Yeah, just shut up. I'll talk for a minute. Um, And so, not only that, like, look at, um, oh, um, look at, like, Elvira and stuff like that. Like, um, the light. They literally had a rectangle light just blasted on their eyes because they're like, look at this. Look at their eyes when they're talking and look at um, <clears throat> the Adams family. They did the same thing. Right. You know, when people were talking, you know, light was shined on their face because everything was so dark. They're like, draw the attention here. And so in um in more modern films and stuff you can see that kind of thing happening um it's a lot more subtle because we have color and we have depth of field and stuff but uh, the
1: technology and the cameras. well yeah 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 yeah. changed um for the better
0: if you look if you look at modern movies today you can see that like it's not you know light directed on the eyes or whatever it's where depth comes into play. Now what I mean by depth. Is say the camera is focused. On the protagonist of the film. And they're real close to the screen. On the 50-50. You know they're off to the left. Or off to the right. But what you see in the background. Is an empty hallway until the lightning strikes.
1: I'll give you a perfect example. The Strangers. The Strangers. I knew it. Is <laughs> still a movie that I will not it's we'll terrifying. talk about that in the whole personal fears yeah. and things. But the strangers I cannot watch at night or by myself at period. night. Period. I'll hard watch fucking it. period. I I I'll watch it by myself, I have in the middle of yeah. middle of the day. But
0: And I gotta have the the curtains wide open, the, oh, yeah. the glare on the T V and everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But there's a yeah. scene
1: in the, in The Strangers where it's a hard focus on one of the protagonists and then in the background it like scrolls across and you see the antagonist step out of a door frame
0: yeah and he's just there silently yep and that's where the lighting and the depth comes in where the lighting was just you know just enough on him to where you could see him in the background and if if you weren't paying attention, you could have missed him.
1: I was going to say, the very first time I watched that movie, I, I, miss, missed, I missed it completely. Yeah. And the second time I watched it... And he stood there it,
0: for so long. Yeah. And I was just like looking at her face. I'm like, oh, that's when I didn't know what horror movies were and you know how and they I, worked. Not to
1: expect. <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. And then I watched this the second time and I saw something move. And I was like,
0: you're like, oh,
1: oh, no. I was like, oh, bitch, you're going to die. And that's when I was like... <laughs> Fuck this, yeah. I can never watch this movie yeah. at night again.
0: And and that's where that's where depth comes into play. You know, like I was saying, there's it's not just a, camera a long, depth. Oh no, no. That's no, no. the thing. We're talking about just depth of reality. Mm-hmm. Because nothing is shot on a stage anymore. You know, like they're you know what I mean. Like most movies aren't shot on a stage anymore. You know, they have houses and things like that. And you have the long hallway that's yeah. dark. And then lightning strikes and the window flashes and there's somebody at the end of the hallway. And that's what brings it to life now.
1: Yeah. N- yeah. Now it's not just a, you're you're not trying to act on a 20 foot set. No. That you're... has four different fucking backgrounds to it. Mm-hmm. So that first scene, that mm-hmm. first backdrop is and limits your acting space yeah to
0: it's 10 feet away yeah
1: so yeah i i mean that's i i understand that but i i mean they work on sound stages and stuff but but they have the ability to actually make a three-story fucking house a reality yeah. in that sound studio uh yeah but like the Depth, in my mind, as far as production, it goes into, they're not just thinking about depth of field Mm -hmm. or depth of view. They're, how can we fuck with your mind? And Well, yeah,
0: but I was talking more about production, and that would fall more along execution, which is what we're going to talk about after this ad break. Oh, all right. And we're back. So, where we left off was the production of What Makes Horror Movies Scary. Now we are moving on to the execution.
1: Yeah, which...
0: And this one's pretty big for Rowdy. He likes this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you go into the execution, that means, I guess, the production, like, making it. Yeah, execution of it, though, is wrapping it all together. So the story, the acting, the effects... All of that plays into the execution because I can make a movie saying killing Tucker, but if I don't make it believable or whatnot,
0: it's just a shitty YouTube video.
1: Yeah, basically. You're
0: you're talking about it's the pre and post production points.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not production
0: itself necessarily.
1: Yeah, the execution of the production. Yeah. So, okay. You can have a top notch story. But, if you cannot execute Mm -hmm. that story, then it goes to shit. Mm -hmm. Same if you have a top-notch story, but don't have the actors to make that story what it is. Yeah. It goes to shit. That's why there's B-rate fucking movies. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean and So, so as, first
0: you're kinda of wanting to touch on a story, yeah, right Yeah, the
1: story. So so like I said, you can have a top notch story, but the execution of it can be half ass and it goes from a top ranked, you know, Oscar winning movie to Yeah. A B rate film. Yes, that barely and well, gets recognized at, like, the Sundance <laughs> Festival.
0: So so what kind of story elevates it from just a shit movie to a great horror movie?
1: It's not the story itself. It's executing the story. Okay,
0: I, okay, I see what you're saying. Not, it's the not, execution of the not story.
1: Not the story itself. Okay. okay. But the execution of the story because let's go back to... Uh, not uh, what's the fucking? There's a horror movie and it deals with like fucking tomatoes, like Attack they... of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a great film.
1: It's great, B-rate. <laughs> I love that movie.
0: Yeah, it's fucking awesome. But
1: my mic is way louder than. Eh, uh, I think it's mine. Actually, I think I'm just yelling. No, you're honestly. all these low
0: ends. I was like, oh.
1: but sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> But, yeah, like, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Yeah. That could have been an A-rate film if the execution of said film.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Like, so, yeah, my my point was not the story itself, but the execution of the story. Like, Mm -hmm. Texas Chainsaw. That was a story that was taken from, like, real life Ed Gein. And other serial killers, and condensed into one, you know, figure. Yeah. And they executed it to the point where they had, what, three or four in the original run? Yeah. And then three since? Or Jason. For some reason, that story has been told. Time and time again. You know the story of Jason. Yeah. But they can still make movies. Just keep dishing them out. That still make money. Mm -hmm. So that's where I was going with the execution of the story.
0: So so what do you think of the execution of the
1: acting? Because
0: I got a few ideas in mind, but.
1: I mean. In the horror genre, a lot of the actors are either coming up actors, or or they're out depending of porn. on what <laughs> what franchise they're working on. Yeah, they might have one or two big name actors. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Everything yeah. else is literally up and comers. Yeah, or people that are trying like... to make a break, but in the long run, they're not going to. <laughs>
0: It kind of seems like that's, like, where they're going is because, like, at least up until, like, more recent times, like, horror movies were kind of, like, the black sheep of films. They never had the kind of budget that, uh, you know, yeah. You know, and now just, that's like, just the poor Transformers industry. did and whatever. But um, these movies have... Um, <laughs> kind of a funny way of bringing out the best in these nobody actors or the worst. Yeah. Like when they I mean when they get 12 porn stars to make a horror movie, you know it's going to be shit because they can't act. They can't even act in porn. Yeah. We know you're not orgasming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean basically, but yeah, like it's especially nowadays Like I said, a lot of the horror films are using, like, up-and-coming actors Mm -hmm. or unknown actors. Yeah. And it either makes them or breaks them. Yeah. Because you can be really good in a horror film, and then you might get cast in something else. Yeah. That will boost your career even more. Or you're a shitty fucking actor, and you go downhill. Yeah, for sure. Like you peak doing horror. I mean, it's either you make the cut or you don't. Yeah, after you what do you're a saying. horror film. So that's what I was meaning as far as acting. Like it'd be sweet to act in a horror film. It'd be great. Yeah, it would. I'll take my fifteen minutes of fame and go on about my business, you know. But those that we want to do acting as a career you kind of do shit acting in a horror film, you're pretty well relinquished to either extra parts or mm. like B-rate films. And it's hard to come back from that.
0: Yeah. It's kind of weird how like these, um <clears throat> these heavy hitters of um, horror movies, like just like the big name horror movies that if you do a bad job in it, you're knocked down to, the shitty horror movies and that's the only way to go
1: and I mean, so the easiest job in the horror movies is being the monster yeah no I shit i mean look at it, uh i can't remember his name but the guy who played jason mm-hmm. in almost all of the movies has done stonework and other shit like yeah hiding behind a mask makes it 10 times easier for you.
0: Yeah, no shit. You know, you don't have huh? that. You don't have to, you know. You don't have to convince the audience that you're afraid. Yeah. Because you're hiding behind a mask or I don't have to convince you that I'm I mean that I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Because it's all hidden behind a mask. And seeing that's a <clears throat> that's one of the biggest problems of horror movies is that the actors and actresses which i guess they prefer to be called female actors i don't, I don't fucking know. know but don't um really care
1: honestly that the
0: actors and actresses they 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 have to convince the audience yeah that they're afraid and that they're terrified you know you look at action movies i don't have to be convinced that that dude's getting shot at Right. And he's just like, oh, huh, I better duck behind this cover. I mean, cover. It, it's why... You know? uh, and so that's what makes horror movies so difficult to act in.
1: It's what makes Stanley Kubrick's movies yeah. so intense and so, like, pretty much the standard for certain types of movies. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at The Shining. That was basically a fucking torture documentary. Yeah, no shit. On the female lead which was literal like psychological torture pretty much through the entire shooting of the film yeah to the point it really does psychological damage to that uh, actress
0: and that's how you make good horror movies you but, fuck up people's lives
1: <laughs> literally but it's one yeah. of the most revered horror films yeah for because sure. it's fucking real yeah like the uh Axe through the door. Yeah. She wasn't expecting it. They didn't tell her when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen, or how close she was going to be to it until it happened. And there is an axe like two inches from her freaking eyeball. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's fucked up. But if you want that genuine reaction where no matter what, you see that. Pure look of fear in somebody. You can't act that.
0: Well, yeah, and it, I mean, and it's not just horror movies that they do oh, that yeah. in. Like, I mean, uh, look at Star Wars. They they Star held Wars, they Star. held um they they withheld the information that Vader was Luke's dad to to everyone but Mark Hamill. Yes, no, and,
1: Hamill didn't even know until after he. Recorded it,
0: and um, so like when everyone's like, no, and oh my god, and all that, you know, all that shit that like nobody actually knew that because in since his since Vader's character was a voiceover, Um, he said, "I killed your father," and he's like, "No," yeah, but everyone else didn't know that that was changing, and that's how you. People, you know, people at the theaters were like, "Holy yeah!" That's shit. why.
1: That's why the original Star Wars was the way it was, and yeah. I think probably the big reason it took off like it did. Yeah. Uh, going, uh, talking about not even other movies. I can't remember what fucking movie it is. It's the guy who plays Snape. Uh, fucking played a bad guy and yeah, every I can't and remember. I can't name. think of the Jesus film, Christ. I can't remember his name. But uh like he was being hung off the edge of a skyscraper mm-hmm. and then dropped. And uh they're like, oh we're gonna count to three and drop you and they yeah. released him on mm-hmm. one. <laughs> so that look in his eyes, that look on his face was a genuine genuine oh fuck. Yeah. Like, scared to death reaction, because sometimes in order to get the reaction you want, yeah, that's the way you have to do it, but it gives you that genuine fear. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Reaction. So, I mean, acting, yeah. Move on to effects. You either have good effects or you have bad Bad effects. Yeah, and
0: that's that's not just I mean, special effects, that's practical
1: effects, practical too. Practical effects, anything. Like,
0: look at what made the thing.
1: I mean, you're Practical effects. Tattoo on the back of my hand is lawn chaining in the Phantom of the Opera. Makeup, which he had a fucking piece of wire from his the tip of his nose, like, taped to the back of his head to lift his fucking nose up. Yeah. Like... We went from that to a lot of shit being CGI, which, sweet, looks more realistic sometimes, but kind of cheating.
0: Per- personally, for me, what makes um, effects look their best is when it's blended, when it's CGI and it's practical effects mixed e- together, because... <clears throat> Because, um, okay, um, like Jurassic Park. We'll take Jurassic Park for example, and this one's kind of a shitty example, but like, um,
1: they use like the
0: newer ones, like Jurassic World. Well, okay, so they have the, people like. Well, they they have like motion say like capture. The claw comes out and it touches the person's face. Right. They have. Yeah. A mechanical hand that came out and touched their face, so you see the real. You know, their skin actually reacting to something, and then they just skinned it.
1: Yeah, it's like a motion capture thing. Yeah, and... Like, so, the effects really pay. I mean, CGI, I I agree, yes, some of the best is when it's mixed. But I'm kind of old school. I like my, you know, classic horror movies and stuff like that, where... If you wanted a reaction, if you wanted some sort of effect, it had to be a. It had to be practical silicone. It had effect. to be
0: silicone and and wires and I shit. Mean,
1: you, not horror, but when they blow up the Death Star, <clears throat> yeah, that was an actual explosion. Yeah, and Indiana Jones when the face melts, that was a practical effect. Yeah, stuff like that. Where they, like, with Indiana Jones, they used gelatin Mm -hmm. and heated it with a fucking blowtorch. Yeah. And sped up the film. So, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, and then then even when you dive into the horror genre, look at, um, you know, The Fly. Yeah. The Fly. Like, that movie was fucking terrifying for, you know, for the time. Like, when I was a kid, I watched that movie with my dad, and I was like, fuck this. Like, I I had nightmares about that shit.
1: I I like the original, like, old, like, 30s, 40s fly better than the newer one. But, yeah. Which, I mean, the older one wasn't terrifying at all. But, yeah, I mean... It's... There's a fine line. And if you're gonna do CGI... Do CGI... And make it fucking look good.
0: Yeah, one. Thing, I don't
1: want no fucking goosebumps. Which, granted, yes, I was from fucking twenty years ago. Well, yeah,
0: but like that wouldn't pass today.
1: That wouldn't pass yeah. in a heart like that. The second an editor saw that, that would go back. Yeah. But,
0: um. Yeah, it it really does upset me when they're like, oh, we'll just go the CGI route, and then you know. You got you got to fucking risk it for the biscuit. On if you're if you're going like, to go you to CGI, you bank. have to
1: fucking yeah. You like, you're that's where your money goes. Not yeah. The fucking like, acting everyone's acting like, well, it's goes.
0: cheaper for special effects. I'm like, not if you have good special effects. Yeah, and that's where a lot of, that's what casts you into B-rate or a sci-fi original.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we can go on for hours about. The effect side of things mm-hmm.
0: and, and what makes effects scary uh, and... yeah, well
1: what makes them scary is when you can have somebody who ha- whose face peels off and it looks like oh shit that's fucking meat and tendon yeah that's one thing but
0: it's about the when artist's have, ability to make it look real i was
1: gonna say that's an art form in itself whether it be mm-hmm. cgi or practical fucking fly Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I just happened to fucking see it, but yeah, like I give props. I wish I could do special effects makeup. Yeah, I mean our Halloween's would be the fucking shit. Yeah, no, joke. <laughs> but so yeah, I give hella props to anybody who makes it into the industry of doing special effects makeup. Yeah, that's I feel fucking like, yeah. insane what they can do. Mm-hmm. But. That makes or breaks a movie. Yeah, for sure. End of story. Between that the acting and them doing a story justice.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean (laughs) And like I was saying with like the whole Jurassic Park thing and whatnot. Well in it's not it's not one of those things the first
1: three Jurassic Parks, the Raptors were actually people
0: Yeah, they were
1: they were straight up live actions acting it out kind of motion capturing it. yeah
0: and um and what makes it you know going back to the theme of the episode is like what makes it scary and for a lot of people jurassic park and the jurassic world movie you know that whole franchise kind of starts to bleed into horror you know they have a lot of um horror moments not necessarily that, okay. the whole movie that, because I think,
1: it's more like an action like i think that'll play thing, into but, the next yeah our next topic which but, is um
0: well real quick let me let me finish um it's when it comes to effects it's the fact that like there's it's not just like the cgi thing and everyone's just like looking at the corner of the wall you know, that's what makes a sci-fi special is there's nothing that they're looking at. And they're like, well, we'll just edit and post. Pretend there's a giant snake there. Right. You know, um, with them, they actually had something to look at and react to. Yeah. And when something touched their face, it wasn't just some CGI thing. And they pretended something was touching their face. You know, yeah, it's they, motion they capture. Got, at that they, got, they were touched, whether it was a practical effect or motion cap. You know, you're and right. and so you're like, oh, my God, they're really being attacked by, you know, whatever. And it, it you know, immerses you and it gets that heart, a big it thing. gets that heart pumping and stuff. And if you don't have that. See on the B rate list. Yeah, simple exactly. as that. You know,
1: exactly. But going let's go ahead and move on. Cause we could spend a fucking entire episode on just talking effects. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and move on. But you said talking about Jurassic bleeding over into the horror genre. And that's to me plays into the phobias and fears yeah. aspect of the audience, which to kind of give you viewpoint A fear is an emotional response to something happening.
0: To to an immediate threat. Yeah, immediate threat. An emotional response to an immediate threat.
1: Yeah. And a phobia is Mm -hmm. an anxiety that is part of fear or it's like an extreme side of fear. Where yeah, and, your phobia is, you can't even think, and it's about
0: it's a um it's towards a future threat, or yeah, possible threat,
1: yeah. So you can't like if you have if you're scared of spider, if you have a arachnophobia, mm-hmm. that's a a detrimental fear of spiders, whether there's one around or not. Like mm. oh shit, spider, which. I kind of hate, a lot of people are like, I have arachnophobia or a phobia of heights or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. I have such and such phobia, but that's not the actual case. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the, I mean, not a topic for our show, but people saying they have anxiety about something when it's just. When it's not just... Not their thing.
0: Well, yeah, when it's just, like, normal anxiety, like, um, a, you know, anxiety is natural. Yes, but... There's there's a natural form of anxiety, and they're like, well, I get anxiety when I get into a crowd. And what it actually... some, You know, I'm not judging anyone on having anxiety or, you know, disorders no, or anything I, like that. but But a lot of the time, it's just... Oh, you just don't like crowds because that dude stinks, that guy yelling, and this guy keeps bumping into you. Like, now, like there's plenty of people I know that, you know, that that's crippling. Like they're like they won't even get out of the car if there's more than 10 people. Oh, yeah, there, exactly. But, exactly. Um,
1: <laughs> I don't like being in big crowd, big crowds. Yeah. But I'm that's not an anxiety. Yeah, you're just kind of
0: antisocial
1: or a phobia of mine. I, I just I don't like people. And it's not a fear-based or anything. I just don't like being around a lot of people because I'm an asshole. And instead of, you know, running my name through the fucking dirt myself for berating somebody for running into me or yelling in my face. I just disassociate myself with that. Yeah,
0: I just let it happen. I
1: understand. <laughs> I understand. There are some people that it, it's literally they can't get out of the car. Mm-hmm. They can't walk through the door. They can't get out their own
0: house. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a real and, issue. And I feel
1: so I like I wish I could help those type of people. And I mean that's anxiety, mm-hmm. which is a like I said, it, basically an extreme form of fear.
0: Yeah, um, and with these, um, yeah, like you were saying, like when somebody's like, "Oh, I have, I have a phobia of heights." Like, well, well like me, a lot of the time, I'm... what it is is they, you know, they go up somewhere high, and then they're like, "Oh, I feel uncomfortable," which is natural because you're, you know. Hundred feet off the ground on some rickety ass scaffolding. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> it's and then they get we'll down talk, and they're like we'll get nope. more into this when we go to personal fears because yeah. I do not like heights. Is it a phobia of mine? No. Because I can still fly, I can still be in a multi story building.
0: Yeah, and if you gotta climb a ladder you will.
1: Yeah. I've never been stuck on a roof. I've been like I've had to talk myself you into climbing off, off, off of the fucking roof <laughs> yeah. before. But I can do it yeah it's not crippling yeah. a phobia is a crippling fear yeah it's a, a legitimate anxiety disorder
0: fear. and um, like
1: like a uh, psychiatrist would give you anti-anxiety medicine yeah. type of phobia mm-hmm. I don't have that type of stuff like I I don't have any fears like that that I have mm-hmm. found Give me. You know, (laughs) another 10 years, and maybe. But, yeah, a a fear versus a phobia. A phobia is crippling. Mm -hmm. A fear is something you're uncomfortable with. You're not, you don't like the dark.
0: Yeah, stuff like that. You don't like
1: being on a roller coaster because they go up, you know, it's that first climb i hate that first climb of a roller coaster well, that's the best part dude no fuck that i i rode the mamba just too. that clack, clack
2: clack clack i i
1: clack, wrote clack, i i wrote the mamba and about halfway up i was like i don't want to be on this anymore dude that one's dope yo it's fucking amazing after that first drop <laughs> it's always that first that, fucking climb that, that, clack, 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 i hate clack, heights clack, clack, i hate clack, shit clack, i hate clack, heights clack, so that clack, first clack, climb is fucking clack, terrible clack, clack, yeah, and then you fucking oh, freeze shit. for a second because That's the, the momentum's trying to shift forward. Yeah, fuck that. That's the best. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it. Guess what? I still done it. Yeah, more than once. And that entire ride, I'm fucking white knuckling. Yeah. But as soon as that drop hits, I'm like, fuck Ooh. yeah. You know, a phobia. I want to be able to get on a roller coaster or ride an elevator to the sixth floor. Yeah. Or fucking hop in a swimming pool or what have you yeah like a phobia is something that it's so ingrained in your psyche that it physically stops you yeah even if you want to do it your subconscious stops your Mm -hmm. muscle function etc to do it
0: so, so, so do you have any phobias?
1: Like I said, I don't think, I mean, this kind of, we're going to kind of bleed the next, like our next point into this because mm-hmm. I personally, I don't think I have any actual phobias. I have some major fears and things that absolutely terrify me, but to go to a point of saying it's a phobia no
0: i do <laughs> um uh y- your boy tucker definitely does not like spiders um
1: i mean i don't like spiders either like to the point if i walk <clears throat> through a spider web i do the whole fucking
0: you do the jig and dance yeah i do yeah. the jig no um, and, and
1: stuff like that and if i see one i'll smash it unless it's like in the corner yeah super far away And I'm like, you stay there the second you move. You're dead. You're dead type of thing. Like Um, certain spiders, I can have spiders in my garden because guess what? They keep the fucking mosquitoes away. Yeah. But.
0: Okay. So. I have a
1: spider crawl on me. Go fuck yourself. You put a spider (laughs) on me. I'm going to beat your ass and then kill your. Well, I'm going to kill your spider and then beat your ass type of thing. Okay. So
0: since you don't have any real phobias. I guess what I'll do is I'll explain how it makes me feel. Okay, so when okay, say I'm looking through Facebook and somebody posts a, a video of a spider, it unsettles me.
1: Right when well, it, it okay,
0: does. well, well, let, let I'll just kind of go through the the steps. Um, if I'm I, I really love nature documentaries. If I'm watching a documentary and they start talking about spiders, I fast forward.
1: Right, Um, which I I know, I personally know this about you. um,
0: But if if I see a spider in the same room as me, I won't go to that part of the room. Tucker... (laughs) Well, let let me do it, because I'm I'm trying to be a big boy here (laughs) and admit the shit myself.
1: (laughs) In layman's terms, you know the classic cartoons or movies where there's a mouse that runs across the floor and the and the ladies and with the, the lady, wine glasses <laughs> lady jumps up onto the, uh, onto the chair or onto the table and screams. That's basically well, Tucker well, when it comes it, to spiders. Well, it's
0: like, it's more than that because there have been times where, um, okay. Nine times out of 10, I can't kill a spider myself. Um, I have an issue with, Um, when I, if I see a spider, if I see a spider, I will, I kind of freeze up like if, um, okay. So there's a really good example. When I was much younger, I would go to sleep and it seemed like almost every night I would wake up and there would be a spider on the ceiling over my bed. I would be too scared to move from where i was laying because i would i would be literally so scared that the spider would like fall on me or it would get on me or it would run down and um like i i would just lay there for hours and stare at that spider just waiting for it to move away um and things like that, like, it's a problem. <laughs> like, I can't, I, like I said, I can't kill my own spiders. If I see a spider, I have to call the girlfriend in, and I'm like, hey, can you
1: take care of this? So, in other words, Tucker is a bitch. It's a bitch. A big bitch. But, uh, a huge but I mean, bitch. like, I am scared of spiders, but, man. But for I don't real, fuck like, I understand, like, there's a big phobia. I don't. Like, me personally, I'd say I don't have any phobias. I'm sure I could, if I fucking sat down for a while, I could find one. That absolutely petrifies me. Oh, yeah. But, I don't like spiders. You know I don't like spiders. But I can get up and kill a spider. Or do whatever. The second I have one crawl on me, the second I walk through a web. Yeah, you do the chicken dance. Yeah, Exactly. I was like fuck this Like Like, I'm done Like (coughs) Fuck I get the creepy crawlies Like I'm okay I'm okay with ants I'm okay with beetles I'm okay with anything See I am
0: too I'm fine with like Any kind of insect life Even scorpions Which are Which are arachnids No
1: not me Not me the second you get over six legs, I think oh, you dude. should fucking die in a dude, pit millipedes because... millipedes are fucking because, amazing. No, see, that's what I don't... I, I can <laughs> No. Millipedes, I think that would be... I mean, I can deal with centipedes and millipedes if I'm out working in the yard yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If I saw one crawling on me or crawling, like, on my table, on my bed, or whatever, mm-hmm. I i probably would freeze and it, either I'd, I'd freeze or like you know when you feel something crawl on you and you do that fucking split second freak out and realize it was just like a fucking a piece of cotton or a right. hair um that'd be me well see like i would throw everything off and fucking do the whole stomping on it and then find out that it was nothing
0: well see if what i just told you sounded bad it also gets worse like um if, if I see enough, like, say I'm looking through, you know, Facebook, and there's a few people on my Facebook, which I want to murder, uh, <laughs> they um they have spiders, and, like, they have a bunch of pet spiders and stuff, and they breed spiders and whatnot, and uh, uh, they, I know who you're they talking tend about. to fucking post all the fucking time, and uh, if I see enough of their posts, or if, like, I'm Googling something, and I see enough spiders, like, I Feel, like i can feel stuff crawling on me
1: oh yeah all the time no i get that too. and it
0: takes me like an hour to like get down from that like every every few seconds like i'll be like you know i gotta like smack smack you know smack the arm or smack the leg or i'm like yeah, get it off of me and um like if
1: if i if i no, I it's I, I, to, I totally get that. Like, because I can see something, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or something, and then next thing I know, I get the fucking creepy crawlies, and I feel shit crawling on me that's not there. You know? Yeah, and and so it, yeah, I I get that. I but I like, think
0: yeah. I think it mainly stems from the the point of when I was really 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 young, like three and under. Well, I was. I was bit by a brown recluse on my chest, right, and I almost died, and so I think that kind of stuck with me, even though I don't remember the event. Well, I, think I have the scar. It, but... <laughs> it's kind of
1: it, it's the same reason why you're not a big fan of clowns and you like do not like porcelain dolls. Uh, it's I'm kind of over fear. the
0: whole clowns thing. I
1: exactly, but I, like the that pork, I grew the... out
0: of the spiders thing does not go away though, and I don't for know you, why
1: for yeah. you, but but it's that same type of thing there's something that happens in the background and if you don't know tucker's background when he was a young he out of porcelain clown fall on his fucking face when he was a kid yeah so
0: shattered my shit wide
1: open yeah so Uh, he like uh, he for a while
0: i had a problem yeah but i mean i'm okay now i i I mean i watched stitches i'm good Stitches. I'm just, okay, I'm okay now.
1: If you're scared of clowns, stitches will fucking fix that right up. Yeah, you're like, you, wow, that was stupid. You, you see a, <laughs> you, you see a penis floating into the air with a balloon, then you're yeah. fine. But uh, like I, I think it's a lot of it is how you were raised, what you were raised around, and uh, past experiences.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I, definitely.
1: I, I've never been bit by a spider or anything. I just, I don't like shit crawling on me. Got i bit don't bit by my iguana you, ones. You know, I don't like being touched. Unless... On
0: your butt. Well, any,
1: <laughs> anywhere, for that matter. If you're somebody I don't know and you come up and fucking grab me, I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah. If I know you, if you grab me, that's fine. If you try to wrap me in a hug, I'm going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Unless... You're one of my best friends. Unless you got
0: big o titties. <laughs> no.
1: You're trying to get me in trouble.
0: He's like, people listen to this that, that would be mad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, unless you're, like, close to me, yeah, don't fucking touch me. It's that type of thing for me with spiders. Like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. And if you have more than eight legs i don't give a shit fucking you cool. are you are an abomination to this fucking world I'm and I'm you can fucking die with a fucking flamethrower and i'll be happy about it
0: um yeah i'm going to get a pet
1: centipede now or yeah. a millipede well have fun recording this podcast <laughs> by yourself because and it's going
0: to sit on the podcast desk So you so. Sorry, so, I am yeah,
1: responding let, to a friend that didn't know we had a podcast. Right. Now. So yeah,
0: let's talk about why phobias tend to not work in in horror movies, and let's. Let, I've stumbled across a realization while we were recording this, on why they
1: do and why they don't. I was going to say, it, it depends on the situation, because you have Eight-Legged Freaks, which is... Oh, God, that movie's awesome. Oh, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's funny as fuck for me. See,
0: and I'm, like, petrified of I, spiders, but, like, Eight-Legged Freaks is one of my favorite movies, because it's so goddamn funny. Yeah, exactly. And it's the so spiders funny don't bother movie. me at all, even though they are very realistic. Like, well, I mean, like, the CGI's... They look the like scene, a real spider, minus like real the fact spiders. they're
1: eight-foot fucking... <sighs> you know, yeah. big. I think it comes in the context. Eight-legged freaks, ginormous fucking spiders. Yeah, and well, uh, see,
0: we can take it on the, the other side of the level with that, with arachnophobia. Now, arachnophobia...
1: I was going to say, you're going to have to fucking refresh. Have you not seen it? I, I've uh, seen okay. it. It's just been um, so long, I can't So, arachnophobia
0: remember. deals with this species of spider that comes from, I think, South America. I think that's where... You know, the storyline takes place and um, it comes to the United States and it starts having BBs and it basically infests this entire house and there's like 10,000 of them. And it's um, like if, if it were a reality for me, I would probably just end it like I just I just, you know, hit the clock out. Um, and so what happens is like they're regular spiders like. Ninety percent of the movie is real spiders. Oh,
1: there's a fucking and they're movie all that over the house. Just and it came out
0: fucking. Um, it's okay. It's not scary. Like to me, I don't find it scary, but it is very, very unsettling. It's also not supposed to be a horror movie. It's like but a there, thriller kind of.
1: There, there is a movie that literally I, within the last year, since me and my girlfriend started dating, mm-hmm. and because she knows I'm not a big fan of spiders. Mm-hmm. She sent me it just to fuck with me. And there's... It was like a trailer for a newer... Like a movie that should have come out by now. Yeah. But one of the things was like a fucking two foot... Fuck that. fucking spider. And I'm like...
0: Like some sort of like orb weaver or something? Fuck no, it that, looked like dude. a fucking
1: black widow like looking spider. But fucking two fuck foot... That. Like two f- foot big. And I was like... She's like, oh, does this freak you out? Does this scare you? And I'm like, no, it doesn't scare me. Yeah, it doesn't scare me. Makes me uncomfortable as fuck because if there was a spider that big in existence, I would just off myself now because fuck that noise. Yeah, but no, it doesn't scare me. It just I don't. It it makes me uncomfortable. It gives me the creepy crawlies because I'm just like, what if that fucking actually was a thing? It's like the fucking huntsman spider in Australia that's like a fucking foot wide. Dude, or that's, a camel spider that's the in reason, Afghanistan. That's, that's the reason I don't want to move to
0: Australia. That reason alone is the, the fucking spiders. Oh,
1: Fuck yeah. I, I'll, I'll deal with a black adder and all that yeah. shit. I'll deal Give with snakes. Give me all the snakes,
0: all the lizards, I was say, all I'm the weird. fucking... I, scary a things lot of people there
1: that are scared of spiders are scared of snakes don't like lizards don't like reptiles yeah, no, etc i was bit by i used to have a fucking ball python you remember my ball python she fucking bit me once mm-hmm. and guess what it scared the fuck out of me at first because i was like jesus christ that was lot. my fucking thumb <laughs> yeah couldn't feel my thumb for a day because you know they have uh chemicals in their uh, saliva AMA. that is like a numbing agent mm-hmm. or a paralytic if you're small enough. So, yeah, it scared the shit out of me. She barely caught me. Barely fucking drew blood. But I was like,
0: all right. Shit, mine drew a lot of blood when it bit uh, me. She,
1: she barely. Dude, he my, fucking my, got my, snake, my arm and he clamped the fuck uh, down. My, my snake barely got my thumb, but it was just enough to literally I couldn't feel my thumb for the rest of the day. But so, anyways, let's
0: talk about why they don't
1: work. They don't work because I think a lot of it is a lot of the horror movies. Like, okay, The Collector. This mm-hmm. is one that it does work. Because it deals with crazy amounts of fucking, like, phobias people have. Mm-hmm. Getting something jabbed in your eye, etc. You know? Uh, there, or like well, yeah it's kind of like I a, mean, the, collector, uh, the like whole torture have... porn
0: kind of thing
1: yeah so I mean there's points where it does work so but when you have something like eight legged freaks or stuff like that where well, it's like well, unless... so blown out of proportion or you take a spider which a normal tarantula somebody is terrified of it's but about you... the size of your palm uh, on the big side. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. Like,
1: like the biggest. That's a big bitch. Yeah, that's, uh, especially our palms. We have yeah, big we got big hands. <laughs> and then you jump it up to their, you know, 10 foot fucking wide. Yeah.
0: Like, you're just like, m- you're like yeah. good meme. Like, but, cool. um,
1: like that's nuts. It's one of those, uh, I'm trying to think how to word it. It's like, like a pocket knife. Mm-hmm. The world's biggest pocket knife is, all right, sweet. Sure, can't it's a, use it. <laughs> it. It's a folding knife, but I have to have an extra person to help me use this knife. Yeah, like, no, like, it. It's one of those things where your reality actually overrides your fear.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, and... you,
1: like, there's a point where even if you have a certain phobia that you're able to differentiate between make-believe and the real world. Yeah. Like, you know, like with Eight-Legged Freaks, that's the one that keeps popping to head because they're fucking ginormous spiders. No way in hell in our lifetime Maybe in previous lifetimes spiders were that big. Yeah. Now, no. And we don't have evidence that they were ever that big.
0: Well, and you can see, and when it's like natural phobia—well, I don't want to say natural phobias—phobias phobias of certain types of nature, like fauna. Um, it's it's always blown out of proportion, like yep. it, it like jaws. sharks. Well, Jaws. Jaws Megalodon. is who did it right jaws who did it right jaws was just a great white yeah he was a little bit big but he was still realistic
1: yeah okay but then, then you have, you have Megalodon. like deep blue sea and the meg which yes i understand which i still haven't seen that i want to watch i haven't it, seen but... it i haven't seen it i'm we talked about this a while back i'm the uh shark yeah or water monsters yeah yeah, have been so fucking blown, especially sharks with Sharknado and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been so over-fucking-saturated that I don't care to see it. Uh, So I really don't care to see The Meg, especially right now.
0: Oh, I just want to see it because it, it just looks like a... I mean, a if good, we do an episode... A good, fun movie.
1: If we do an episode over it, then I'll watch it, but... Until then, well, now we're going to just so I can get you to watch it. <laughs> until then, I don't care to see it because it's so oversaturated. And I understand the Meg, yes, the Megalodon was a mm-hmm. prehistoric animal. Who knows? There might be one swimming around. Depths. Yeah. I mean, we don't know.
0: 90% of our oceans is still undis- or un- unexplored. Exactly. So, yeah, that's kind of a possibility. Exactly. But um, at that
1: point, uh, Go fuck yourself, Microsoft. I don't, I don't know if
0: that went through, but uh, let's hope not. Um, so let's let's talk about moments where it does work. So a few of the moments that I kind of had pop into my mind where it really does work is when people have a phobia, a big phobia of getting stuck. Yes. And, and then you have movies like The Descent, or um, As Above, So Below, As, As Above, So, so Below. Below, and stuff like that, where. Where, you know, uh, they're, they're kind of spelunking through a cave. We will do go do that, that fucking movie.
1: movie, by the way. But,
0: um, say, like, The Descent, you know, they're crawling through, and the dude gets stuck. I've had this happen to me, and it it's not because it's a phobia of mine, but, but like, I did freak out. And it's such an uncomfortable feeling. Like, my dad, he was watching the movie. He turned it the fuck off. Because right. he was like, I can't watch that because the dude got stuck between two rocks and he's like, I can't move, I can't move, and my dad like started hyperventilating
1: and shit. Right, and that I mean, and like again, I'm that, like, oh shit, hey, that turn plays this into like, like our next talking point, and I hate to just kind of push you along. No, no, you're but good.
0: we're kind of we're yeah, I was gonna it. say we're, we're running fucking
1: it. run an hour. Yeah. So I
0: mean, if you want, no, we're almost done. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah I was gonna going. say we're pretty
1: yeah. well. I mean, the next few points are gonna go by relatively quick, but yeah, but like you said, with your dad, and this will play into like personal fears and phobias. Like I said, I don't have like actual phobias that will stop me, yeah, from doing something. I'm scared of heights. Does that mean I'm going to go free climb a hundred foot cliff?
0: Hell yeah, it does.
1: Fuck no, because. <laughs> I know for a fact that I'm not strong enough but your
0: ass is slip. to
1: do it. So no, I want to do something stupid like that. I would. I would, don't. I like rock climbing. Yeah, I like. I'm not scared of flying. But like with my fear of heights, it's more of a. I can. I'll be on the sixth floor. And. In the back of my mind, it's one of those.
0: Uh, If the floors
1: collapse right now, like even on a second floor, if it's like an open balcony, I hate, I do not like it. Oh,
0: man. I actually love it.
1: Because my second floor doesn't really bother me. I've fallen no, off like, of roo- like, of a roof before. Like, but give like
0: me twelve floors up, and then give me a balcony to just like no, look out at nope. the.
1: Oh man, I love it. Don't, I I, don't, I couldn't I, do I it. I won't look straight down. But. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I could do it, but I would not be comfortable. But see, that's I couldn't a, that's be one definitely of those people a fear because that, it's like an immediate response. Yeah, and it's kind a fear. We're getting it's,
0: way the fuck off topic.
1: No, we're not. It's because we're now we're talking about personal fears and phobias.
0: No, oh, I, I, I guess I kind of got off topic.
1: You're like, <laughs> Who not cares, going man? on? But like, <laughs> it's more than like three or four floors. Me being on a balcony, yeah, I could do it. I'm yeah. staying close to a wall. I'm not going to lean over a balcony, and I'm not going to be comfortable or having fun.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh. And it's literally, I mean, I guess you can call it a phobia,
0: but well, I could, no, I could, I could doesn't... sit
1: at 3000 or 30,000 feet yeah, in a plane and a be whatever.
0: Fear, if you had a legit phobia of heights, you wouldn't fly as much as you do.
1: Right. And, um, especially over water, which I'm going to be doing the summer type yeah, thing, you know? Uh,
0: bitch, you're going to have fun and you know it. Oh, I, I know. I'm going to be on a, a beach.
1: blast. But, uh, Like. I like the constant thought in my mind is if shit starts collapsing well, at least I'm on the fucking top floor so it, I'll I'm live just the longest <laughs> yeah, basically, but like it fucks me it, like that thought is constantly playing in the back well, of my head' just is, more fuck like me if this collapses existential stuff oh uh, yeah, like totally <laughs> irrational. You know, which I I get, and that's why I don't call it a phobia. I know it's irrational, and I know like these yeah, are made to do this. That's
0: more just like existential thought and stuff, and everyone has that; they just don't admit
1: it. Um, so let's let's kind of just move on. Horror horror based though, the ones that fuck me up are people being in my house.
0: Oh yeah, fuck that with
1: me. This goes back to With the you stranger. Not knowing thing. they're in your house. This personal fears and phobias <clears throat> plays back to when we talked about the strangers earlier. Yeah. I can't watch that movie at night because I live in the middle of the woods. Yeah. Sometimes I hear shit and I don't think twice about it. And that could have been somebody coming into my house.
0: Sometimes you do here shit and you're like that's a dude with a bag on his head and he's gonna fucking stab he, me he, he, exactly <laughs> be
1: in the shower by myself in the middle of the fucking night yeah, nobody else like, home and like, I'm like I'm about to get murdered and my gun's halfway across you, the house you're gonna get so, psychoed. yeah exactly so I mean maybe it's because it's alright when I'm I home
0: do- alone I shower with my gun <laughs> on the fucking like bathroom I
1: mean I maybe it's because we literally do this yeah, and watch par- horror movies. As fuck now. <laughs> watch horror movies and shit. And you know me, I like my documentaries, so I watch my serial killer and all that Dude, I'm a paranoid son of a
0: bitch. Like, but every like, time somebody walks past me at work, I'm like, they're, they're a murderer.
1: You're a murderer. Oh, yeah, like, You're a murderer. I'm maybe, gonna die. <laughs> like, I, I, I think part of it is because of what we do. Yeah, probably. But, like, fuck. It's kind of ridiculous. That... You know it plays that much, but talking about your dad being like trapped between two rocks, it reminds me of the movie One Hundred and Twenty Seven Hours. Oh my rock god, climber Fuck who, that movie, man! The the I mean, it's a real story. It actually happened to a guy. That is a horror movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're scared of heights, or if you're scared or of having to chop off your own arm with a or pocket scared knife, of blood or anything like that that movie will fucking send you into a spiral yeah fuck that shit that movie is no fun i so, wish i could meet that guy but yeah we'll keep going
0: so yeah let's talk about what draws people to horror movies and um it, it kind of ties in pretty
1: closely with what we just talked about I, um i personally think it's all fear-based well honestly
0: yeah mostly yeah um a lot of people go because you know they um they're like, oh, I'm really. They like s- being scared. Yeah, they're like, I, I'm really scared of that theme in that movie. I'm gonna go, go watch see it. what it's about. Yeah, or, or you know, they're like,
1: they, they're like. Me and you. Okay, we're... well, we as
0: creatures, are, you know, you know, back, back way in the way back machine, you go back, and humans didn't sleep for 8 hours
1: a night no they slept they, for 4 hours they slept were for up 4 for a hours a couple hours yeah. and then slept for another 4 yeah, yeah because the because if you sleep well pattern.
0: because if you slept for 8 hours straight you were eaten
1: well it's not only that i mean do <laughs> you go before electricity before Yeah. before electricity uh, i mean what early or yeah, yeah just early like, 18th what, uh, century
0: 150 years ago
1: yeah <laughs> like before electricity when you, we were still using flame to light everything yeah it was like and you can go without electricity for a week and by the end of the week your body naturally conforms back to what it was where yeah
0: you'll wake up in the middle of the fucking night going why am i awake
1: yeah, because your body is not, like, the human psyche in the body is not meant to sleep for eight hours. It's kind of a fight-or-flight response, I guess. Yeah, because
0: you have, to, you have to be awake. Like, if I sleep for eight hours straight, that's eight hours of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get fucking eaten. Yeah. By but... a lion, by a bear, you know, by a tiger. Right. Oh, my. But... <laughs> Um, you know, that in Kansas anymore, fuck, uh, Uh, that, and, and see, and we don't have that anymore. Right. I mean, most of us don't, you know, sometimes people get mugged and shit, but they probably don't frequent horror movies after that for a while. But, um, but no, we don't have that anymore. You know, you don't have that In, in your day to day life. You don't ever, ever experience that. Fight or flight response. Right. Until the, the fucking, a spider crawls on your arm. Then you're like, oh, fuck.
1: But, uh, uh, right, which is an so, irrational response to something nine times out of ten. But, I yeah, mean, it's just... a response because but, um, that's not something you're used to dealing with.
0: And so when.
1: It, it'd be like, us in America, we're not used. I mean, granted, give area locales mm-hmm. like us and like me and you in the midwest yeah we're used to gunshots but we're used to hearing people shooting like target practice yeah that's one thing we're not in chicago where those gunshots be, could be coming through the window yeah right now. Shit. so i mean i'll give you that like we don't have that. Well, what I'm, it depends on your area.
0: Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is it's, it's natural to kind of like fill that void because as, as those creatures that were used, you know, back in, you know, way back in the way back machine, they, they were used to that constant fight or flight response, you know, because they would have to defend themselves from things that wanted to be higher on the food chain. Right. And so, I feel like people seek that out now because it's it's kind of a, a, a primal instinct. Your brain is like, wow, you've been, like, super safe for, like, a long time. Maybe we should, like, amp things up. And that's why people do stupid shit or go see horror movies.
1: Right. It's because I, I, your
0: brain I, gets bored, man. There,
1: there's something genetic about it, I think. Yeah. That's I what mean, I'm talking about. mean, obviously, you have your natural thrill-seekers, like, yeah. you know, Pastrana, or, or, you know, Dungey, or Brian Deegan. Yeah, I mean, those are all motocross guys, but like, I catch your drift. You know, that's something where you you go off a ramp wrong, doing a double double backflip. Yeah, you're fucking toasted. You're looking at uh, Cameron Moore. I think, I think it was one of the Moore brothers got killed at. Well, just, x games well just like look at street, six bike, years tommy ago. street when, bike tommy or street bike tommy took fucking, his
0: bike off the ramp and hit a fucking the reason why his name is a backhoe
1: his name is street bike tommy because he fucking took a street bike off of a freestyle ramp into a foam pit yeah and he took a leader it. bike off of it
0: and ended up hitting yeah. a fucking fork truck or, or a backhoe I mean, or whatever uh, and he almost died
1: he he, he hit a bobcat uh, yeah just a skid yeah. loader but yeah, exactly. About killed with himself. his body. Not yeah, like he like not he with didn't the body. No, no. no, he fucking ding.
0: Yeah, with ringed his, his body. fucking bell off uh, the roof.
1: Uh, Eric Roner, rest in peace. Fucking yeah, skydiving. Sorry, you will never get me to jump out of a perfectly good airplane.
0: Yeah, that's kind of. I don't dumb. give
1: a shit how fucking safe it is. Ain't happening. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: definitely the kind of guy that. Like, somebody would be like, hey, man, how's your uh, parachute fit? I'm like, oh, yeah, it fits good. I'm ready for if something happens." And they'd, they'd have to push me out the window.
1: Yeah. They'd be like, see ya." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got... And I'd be like, uh. <laughs> fucking, literally, I am the fucking Burt Kreischer when it comes to it. If you haven't heard his story of skydiving with Rachel Ray, listen to it because that's me. <laughs> like. What are you scared of? I don't know you're going to get hard which is going to make me get hard and then yeah. the parachute's not going to open and you're going to fuck me into the earth. Yeah. That is me. I don't know why but that's just my fucking thought process. The parachute's not going to open.
0: Yeah. Yeah, see that's me. I'm so I'm paranoid like that.
1: Like yeah, I'm just paranoid. I'm I like thrill seeking. I've jumped off a fucking waterfall, the highest waterfall in fucking the state of Missouri. Yeah. Or the largest waterfall in the state of Missouri. Jumped off of it. Hit a fucking rock underneath the water. Guess what? Might jump off the fucking waterfall again. Probably not. But might. Because after that I'm like, oh shit. These things have repercussions and I could have fucking broke my back. As I slide down the fucking rock underneath the water. You know? So it's like... Growing up has made me more cautious... But I guess I can take that out with our horror movies. You know, so I mean that plays into your whole like just filling a void. Yeah. Flight or flight.
0: See and I think that's like what a lot of people do is and they're okay with filling in that void because they're like, Well I'm in the comfort of my own home or I'm at the movie theater. I'm I'm safe. Fuck
1: that, but throw some air
0: quotes on that, I'm safe. Right rest in peace to the you know viewers of Batman and Aurora well, but well
1: that's not what I was thinking not I just yeah, I was thinking Rowdy I'm hates not, going
0: to the movie theater for some reason I'm not
1: because I'm not spending forty dollars to have a movie ticket a medium Coke and a bruh, small fry
0: bro you gotta learn how to have pocket candy
1: <laughs> oh my man's I have
0: you gotta have that you gotta have that uh that flask on deck I I
1: know uh, that flask is always on me. You know me. I'm just
0: saying like,
1: but snack bars
0: are relevant when you go to the movies, my man.
1: But, (laughs) but I mean, that's missing the point. It's the fact that the cost to go to the movies. And if I had time off, I would go to the drive-in every weekend. drive ins dank. Because that's what $10 at most (coughs) for tickets to two movies
0: yeah, you just got to learn how to stay awake long enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, like.
0: That goes. Growing yeah, that up was around, a shot at me. Like, I always end oh, up falling asleep because now I work. The nice. last
1: time I went to a drive-in fucking movie, I fell asleep by this second movie, too. So, yeah. I feel you. But, yeah, like, fight or flight. But let's continue. They, it's the euphoria. We already kind of covered that. Like, if yeah. you're a thrill seeker. You you want that heart rate, you want that relief. Yeah, Not you're the, adrenaline like junkie. You, yeah, you like the adrenaline. Which everybody chases adrenaline in different ways, whether it be Travis Pastrana doing 20 different extreme sports and jumping out of a, par, or out of a plane without a par, parachute. You know? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Bonsai diving? I think that's yeah. what they call it now. Stuff like that. Or bull riders riding fucking bulls <coughs> or uh rodeo clowns not Yeah. Bullfighters. Yeah. They like being called bullfighters now. Oh do apparent because apparently rodeo clown is offensive. Uh, Gang shit, I yeah. guess. Yes. Whatever. But like, you know. And then it comes to there's one of two reactions you can have to horror movies. Mm-hmm. You come out feeling like, all right, like yeah, it, the, the, like having a adrenaline high.
0: Yeah, what he's talking about is um, it's the lingering reaction. Yeah,
1: ling- the lingering reaction, which you can come out of the theater
0: with almost kind of a buzz off of it. Yeah,
1: with like an adrenaline rush, adrenaline yeah. high, or you could come out shaking piss running down your leg yeah type of thing and i mean
0: for the next few days and or, or longer in because in cases yeah
1: and i mean that's all due to your own genetic makeup and your own uh psychological yeah your
0: own brain chemistry and stuff.
1: yeah because i mean you go back to the exorcist and there were some people that were like left fucking high as shit on adrenaline and then you have some that ended up hospitalized because of the anxiety Yeah and things that it brought up. So I mean eh you know everyone's take on horror is crazy. So I don't know. Yeah and um I
0: think I think maybe next week or the week after we're going to kind of uh, do another episode, kind of like this, yeah, and uh, just kind of have a bit of a discussion.
1: Probably kinda, let's see what we talk. Just about. a quick episode. Yeah, Prob- this one kind of blew I'm... up in our faces. Oh it yeah, for this sure. Huge
0: monster that we didn't expect it to be, but you know hopefully you guys
1: will enjoy it like we did we had fun we have one other point to get across but i think i think we're gonna no i think we'll do that on another episode probably just a little bonus episode yeah for next week and but yeah with that tucker Um, has to work in like eight hours so he needs to go to fucking sleep
0: yeah, so um, if you guys want to get a hold of us, have any recommendations, critiques, anything like that, you can always send us an email at podcast at gmail.com.
1: Message us on our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash beersandfearspodcast, I believe. Uh,
0: make sure you join our community page. It is the Beers and Fears podcast, podcast community
1: page. and
0: But it, it yes. is a closed group. It is a
1: closed group. So, answer the questions that are on, like, the invite. On the invite, yeah. uh, So that we know you're not a bot, basically. Yep. Can't Uh, get
0: in without answering the questions.
1: Yeah. There's been a few people that got in without answering the questions. That's no longer, that hasn't been a thing for over a week. If you add or want to be in the group, make sure you it's, answer it's the two questions simple
0: questions everyone can get as long as you've listened to at least one episode um if if you, you if you're not about facebook you can follow us on twitter it's at beers and fears simple as that Yep. Uh, uh, send us follow you can, you can even direct message us on there
1: you're not big on any of the major social medias anchor.fm slash beers and fears podcast that is our homepage, basically where we upload first it's yeah kind of our home as far as the podcast goes mm -hmm. granted you do not get any of the extra pictures or uh feedback from me or tucker
0: but what you can do on anchor fm is you can send us voice messages That are linked to that particular episode that you listen to, if that's the way you want to do it. And um, so you can send us voice messages directly related to the episode that you just watched.
1: Yes, or voice messages in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Along with Anchor, though, down in the show notes... Mm -hmm at the bottom of the Mm -hmm. whatever you're listening to, there's going to be a show notes like drop down and that there will be a link to something called listener support, which listener support is kind of like a Patreon or what have you so that you can donate to the podcast to help with production or what have you just help us along. You don't have to, we would appreciate it if you did, but yeah, show notes, listener support. You can donate, help us get merch or we would still like to do a episode or two a month live Mm -hmm. for
0: or just listener supporters. Yeah.
1: Either listener supporters or subscribers that eventually, if we do that, it'd be a like live on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, listener support helps us improve our podcast.
0: Yes, very much. And um, <clears throat> keep in mind that we are still doing the giveaway on the Facebook podcast page um not the community page no you need to like the facebook community page and once we hit 125 likes we will reveal what the giveaway item is and once we hit 150 we will start the process of the giveaway
1: and that's on the actual the official page not on the Mm -hmm. community page 125 likes on the official page we will (laughs) announce or not announce we will give you guys a sneak peek of the giveaway item Mm -hmm. 150 we'll announce the giveaway and
0: you basically do the giveaway comment share thing and then uh yeah so Uh, make sure you guys are not only listening to the podcast that you are liking the facebook uh business page and so you can help us spread our word and um I think that's about it. I think that wraps uh, it up.
1: Yeah. And does it? if you're on the it does it? <laughs> if you're on the official page and you're not on the community page yet, go ahead and hop over there. You kind of get some uh, behind the scenes stuff. Scene yeah. stuff. I mean, I posted a picture a while ago of us doing what we do on both pages. So,
0: yeah. Um One last thing, if you guys would be ever so kind, is to hop onto your favorite podcatcher that you're listening to right now and give us a five-star rating and a great review. Um, The ratings and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, are basically like money. Um, The more five-star ratings ratings we get and the better reviews we get, the higher on the charts it pushes us, and then hopefully one day we can be on Apple's top 200 podcast chart and uh that would make us happy boys yep but
1: i think with that i've been rowdy and i've been tucker and this has been beers and fears have a great week guys